0: I'm alive, damn it.
1: Hello and welcome to Lucky, episode number 13 of Unrelenting. I am Darren O'Neill and I am still alive. That
0: is so cool. This is episode 13, and I'm Darren O'Neill, and I'm also still alive.
1: Is it really that cool? That's amazing. It's a week late because it's the a, COVID got you.
0: Well, it's a week late because you didn't want to record an extra episode like somebody was suggesting.
1: But you got COVID before we were able to record the extra I episode.
0: I think I was re- suggesting that like a month ago, but okay. Blame it on the COVID. Sure. We, we
1: want to be right on time. We want to be up to date. Mm-hmm. People come okay. to expect us to be right on the cutting edge of everything. Okay. Well, cutting edges are good. And how is the COVID? How would you rate it? Would you give it? A I 10? would
0: say. Well, there's there's multiple answers to that question. First of all, my personal COVID and like my personal Jesus uh, has completely vanished at this point. Um, not there anymore. But I can certainly provide an account of what it was like having the big covid o,
1: Yes, because everybody that has been listening on the last episode, you knew you were a little bit sick, mm-hmm. and it seemingly, within 24 hours of that, it was like, ooh, bad.
0: I'm going to blame 5G.
1: <laughs> a lot of people are.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that the way the events actually happened is I ended up getting COVID and didn't realize I had COVID because the test didn't actually tell me I had COVID. Yes,
1: the tests.
0: And then I assumed, well, I have something. It's probably just a cold because that's really all I felt like was like a equivalent to what I've felt like in the past with a cold. And then sometime after feeling like I just had a cold, I started feeling nauseous And I started feeling like I wasn't particularly hungry, but I was extremely tired. And when I looked those three symptoms up, it said, oh, well, that's COVID. Right. And I thought, motherfuckers, let me go get another test. (laughs) So I got another test and this test said, oh, you have COVID. So thankfully, you know, better late than never, I guess. So uh, so I think I, I officially was identified as having the co vids and things uh about uh, not quite a week but close to a week after I actually got it.
1: So the two things we've learned then are if you think you've got a cold or something like that you should probably be treating it as you would if it were covid right off uh, the bat as far
0: Yeah, as- I mean potentially because most people just ignore colds. I know I usually do.
1: Right, you're like I'll go on, I'll be fine. I'll I'll drink some extra orange juice and Exactly. and that's it. That's so about it. it would be nice then if you start getting a little bit of a cold. You want to hit it with the vitamin D three. You want to hit it with the zinc and all of that. But yeah, the other inv- thing,
0: unvermectin if and, you have it, uh, monoclonal yes. antibodies, and just I'd say if you feel like you have a cold, just get the full Joe Rogan treatment
1: if you can. Well, this was the thing you couldn't get your monoclonal antibodies because they shut you down, brother.
0: Fucking a, dude! I am still pissed about that.
1: Like the day before you were supposed to get it,
0: literally like, the day before. And the way it works is the almighty uh, Joe Blow allows a certain amount of actual effective medicine to be sent to a state per week. And so I went through my doctor. I, well, of course, first I looked up what all the symptoms actually are to make sure you get it. So I, I did my homework. I had the conversation with the doctor. I met ma- amazingly had every single possible symptom that you need in order to uh, qualify for the monoclonal antibodies and didn't even have to make anything up. I actually had them all. Uh, and then I got my notification from the state saying, uh, you will be getting your treatment on Thursday, blah, blah. And I thought, well, this is great. This is awesome. This is, uh, Exactly what I was looking for. It's the shortcut from everyone who's had it that I know of. It is the shortcut to getting rid of COVID because literally within eight hours of going through it, the COVID just goes away by itself.
1: Yeah. It goes on massive retreat. You feel like better,
0: massive, like you literally feel better within eight hours. Um, and not just a little better, like you feel like you've got rid of it. And, uh, and like a day later. Some asshole buddy of mine sends me this text message (laughs) saying, Hey, did you know that the CDC just said, uh, that stuff no longer works for COVID or or for COVID, um, Omicron. Omicron, right? Yeah. Which I thought, well, that seems a little suspect. Well, yeah, well, and it's I,
1: the government like I don't want to spend money on all these idiots with Omicron. Yeah,
0: so I started doing a little bit of research and, and what I found was that it, it does, in fact, do less for people who have Omicron. Uh, and by less, I mean, it is only 25 uh, percent um, an improvement for people with Omicron versus a 75 to 90 percent improvement for pr- people with previous versions. Right. Which
1: this is the asinine stuff right here. It seems like you had Delta, not Omicron.
0: I did have Delta. That's exactly it. And so because somebody had made a decision that, well, people are only really getting Omicron these days because if you wanted Delta, you would have already had Delta by now. So clearly the only possible COVID you can have is Omicron. And it's only that this stuff only helps about the quarter of the people with Omicron. Then there's no point in giving it to anybody. Neither the quarter of the people would normally help with Omicron, nor the people that may be just possibly have a different variant of COVID where it helps by 80 plus percent.
1: But they didn't even try to pivot and send you the Pfizer pill or anything.
0: Nothing. No, it was just, it was, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm still on the schedule and I kept checking every day. And then at about 8 p.m. the night before I was supposed to come in to get my treatment, I get the dreaded message from the the distribution center saying, uh, unfortunately, uh, we do not have sufficient enough quantities uh, of the stuff available. Please consult your doctor for alternative medical procedures. So it wasn't even saying, oh, well, we're out for now, but we'll get some more later. No, this was clearly they had used up the last that was in Texas for all these people that didn't need it, clearly, because they have Omicron. And here I am with my Delta variant. Well, you brought it
1: in from Florida.
0: Well, I mean, there's a few circumstances there. I I did potentially bring it in from potentially states such as Florida, but also, um, the these this assumption that the only thing going around is Omicron is only true if you look at the cohort of people who have already had COVID twice previously. So if you had. COVID, the original, and then you had COVID the Delta variant, the only COVID that you can get at that point is COVID the Omicron. Of course. But what about those of us that managed to not get the original variant of COVID? Well, we could potentially still get it. Uh, not to mention still getting Omicron, and not to mention still getting Delta.
1: This is so why you want to be an early adopter.
0: You you clearly do. The lesson learned through all this process. Is get COVID, get it often, and get it early.
1: Because the interesting thing, you were like the only way to ensure.
0: Well, I'd like to think I was a patriot dish that managed not to have anything put on it for about two years. Right. But But then, yeah.
1: You were doing the stuff. You were doing the vitamin D, you were doing the zinc, you were doing the corset, and you were doing maybe even more. There's like, what's it, MCT? There's some other now. stuff that my wife was talking about (laughs) you you know pcp i mean there's a lot of stuff you could do
0: yeah dimethyl chlorotriaclidate i mean i was like hey if i can get my hands on it i'm gonna do it that was my basic general rule of
1: thumb was the overall level of sickness more less about what you would have expected getting this well
0: again with a sample of one it's really hard to give an accurate medical answer to that question
1: well yeah we're not we're not well god forbid one we're (laughs) not giving medical advice do not take medical advice from your favorite podcasters
0: well maybe take it from them just don't take it from us right
1: or if they happen to actually have a medical degree give them a little more
0: although lately medical degree just means that you're you're probably telling falsehoods of all kind
1: it all depends on which according to platform. uh,
0: yeah according to the the platforms that's usually the case So I would say that, uh, given my experience with COVID Delta, it was pretty much on par with what I'd seen other people or read about other people getting with Delta. Everybody who I spoke with that had Omicron were completely shocked and befuddled by my version of COVID.
1: They're like, what do you mean? You're sick?
0: Yeah, because the typical, and this goes for both uh, people that are vaccinated, and people that aren't vaccinated. because the vaccinations really made no difference. But uh, for most people, when they got Omicron, what they got was a sore throat and a little bit of a cough on day one. And then they were a little bit tired day two, but their cough went away. And by day three, they felt like they were pretty much back to normal. And if there was anything at all weird about it or different is that their taste buds and their smell were diminished. That's it. That's that's probably about 15 to 20 people that I spoke with who had gotten Omicron and their experience.
1: Yeah. So 72 hours for them, you're kind of on the way back to normal. That's where I was getting a little concerned a week or 10 days into this. when I'm like, how you doing? You're like, same. It's like, oh, that's not good.
0: Yeah, I mean, first of all, you kept waking me up like every hour for some reason and asking me how I'm, how was I doing. It was like my God, dude, we don't talk this much even when we record a show. Why are you asking me? Just
1: leave me the fuck alone. Well, I had all the people sending in applications to fill your spot, <laughs> and I was just <laughs> like, well, trying
0: to figure out. Well, should I wait another couple of days, or right, should I? Right. What is the I, proper? Can I do? Uh,
1: right. Yeah, it's like when do you date after a you know a divorce or? A, yeah,
0: I mean, it's only been twelve episodes, so how does that play into it? Right. And. I mean, there could be a lot of potential people that could do unrelenting after all. So how long do I wait? No, so I get it. Questions. I get it. Yeah. Lots of questions.
1: No, we were concerned about your health and re- your voice mm-hmm. is sounding a lot better when I, you know, uh, heard Adam Curry talk about you on no agenda saying that your voice had gone up an octave and then I talked to you. It's like it really took it did me right back to talking to my dad after he almost died when he was in the mm-hmm. hospital, you know, for a few months. Yeah. And that's how his voice was for a while. It's like, it's wow. It's like this stuff really can kick your ass. So, yeah,
0: it's I mean, look, here's this thing is if we got Delta like every year, people just get used to it. Right. It doesn't actually kill you that much. Um, I don't know if you saw the, the latest stats have now come out for the mortality rates of COVID with no morbidity cofactors.
1: Essentially, how, lower how
0: dangerous than- is it if you don't factor in things like being fat or having diabetes or anything else if it's just like as some random uh you know disease that pops up how bad is it actually
1: i don't there- know i mean you have to kind of separate it a little bit because as you're seeing delta was way worse from what i've read on the mm-hmm. omicron it's at now at the omicron stage and beyond it is already less than the seasonal flu if i'm not mistaken. oh it's way
0: less than the, the the delta version was less than the flu the delta version had something like uh once you take out all the cofactors uh it had a morbidity of something around uh 800 people per 10 million i mean it was ridiculously low
1: right which is why it is ridiculous that the conversation from the federal government was never go- going down the path of you're fat, you're unhealthy, yeah, you're eating exactly. the wrong foods, you're not getting enough exercise. That would be something people can actually change. Mm-hmm. And you could have a completely different body within six months to a year for most people if you really decide to drop all of the negative stuff
0: all the comorbidity shit a lot yeah, yeah. or like quit smoking
1: well that also <laughs> although you're seeing the uh the data and i know it's interesting because people love to believe what they want to believe mm-hmm. and so you see the data coming out like well uh marijuana or cd uh the uh the oil the cbd oil yeah is effective in keeping Covid away, and you look at the numbers on it, and it was like, well, people who had otherwise a ten percent chance of getting it, maybe this was down to five percent. It was I mean, it was a change, but it wasn't huge. But it's like, oh wow, then this is good for you. It's like, well, not yeah. necessarily.
0: Well, and I, and I will say, since we're talking about specifics of the COVID, that doing a mega dose of vitamin D, doing cortisone, doing. All the other crapola that I was doing for literally a year and a half uh, before I ever got it as a preventative measure, I think did two things that were to some extent that kind of screwed up my diagnosis. Uh, I never had a sore throat ever the whole time. I just skipped over the sore throat.
1: Now, was the sore throat that prevalent with Delta? I know it is with Omicron.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pretty much everybody had it. Um, same thing with uh, a, a cough. Like I only got my cough for COVID a week, and then a few days after getting it, where most people get the cough on the day two or three. And again, I think I had a lot to do with the fact that I was just like, you know, self dosing the whole time previous to that. So I skipped over. The the coughing I skipped over, the sore throat, I skipped over the sneezing. And I think that partly is why I thought, well, this must just be a regular cold, not even a flu, because I'm not really coughing, I'm not really sneezing, I'm not really I don't have a sore throat at all. Uh and it wasn't until the symptoms like um lack of appetite and the the very strong desire to sleep right. Definitely tired. Definitely tired. Yeah. And the tiredness makes total sense because where that comes from is a lack of oxygen because, uh, while I didn't have the traditional sort of COVID symptoms, um, nonetheless, my body was dealing with this virus, mm-hmm. the COVID. And so what happens is a lot of the, um, the white blood cells combined with the shed proteins from the virus end up just getting dumped into your lungs for lack of a better place. And so your lungs, which let's say your typical lung capacity that you use is only somewhere between 30 and and 50% of the total volume capacity of your lungs. Just because when you're walking around or you're sitting in front of a computer, you're not using your lungs a whole lot. So it, it doesn't take much for you to just stay alive and stay uh awake um just even if you're barely breathing right but with the covid what ends up happening is it 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 dumps all that crap and i and you know for some people and certainly in some variants there's a lot more liquid there um with the uh, the delta that i had it, there was not a whole lot of liquid in there at all and so it was really mostly just white blood cells and and shed proteins from the virus but they're literally taking up space inside the little, the little uh, tubules, the little nodules that, are, that normally would be opening up and closing as you're breathing. And slowly, one by one, they're just shutting them down because they're filling them full of garbage. And next thing you realize is that like your deepest, fullest breathing is basically shallow breathing. Like That's, that's as good as it gets. You can't breathe any deeper or faster than shallow breathing. And when you realize that that happens, your next realization is, oh shit, I can't even hit 100% uh, O2 levels if I'm just shallow breathing anymore. Right. And so I got a, uh, and I've had this for a long time. I, I would kind of like the self-monitoring gadgets, but I got one of those uh, VSL two meters that you put on your finger, shows you the current oxygen content of your blood along with your uh with your rate uh your heart rate right and what i started seeing on there is that uh doing nothing just sitting in front of a computer or something being very passive my my blood oxygen rate would be sitting between 90 and 93
1: which is a little low still but not yeah
0: well but it should be closer to like 96 to 100 right Uh, That's doing nothing because you're very hardly using your lungs so that you should be mostly at full capacity. But if I, I don't know, go upstairs or grab a drink or something, if I do anything that is just mildly, and I really do mean mean mildly, uh, using oxygen, then my heart rate goes to 130 and my uh, VSO2 goes down to like 80. Damn. So, yeah, right? That's not good.
1: No, that's not good at all. And
0: and then I, I got to take like three, four minutes to get my heart rate back down and, and not feel like I'm going to be uh, running out of oxygen. Uh, and the advice from the doctor is like, well, if it's below 90, you should just go to the emergency room.
1: Right. Yeah, they're going to panic at that point, which is why those little and I'm devices like, no, no, no. are.
0: I know exactly what happens when it gets down to under 90, and that's they drill a hole through your uh, trachea, and they put you on a pump, and that's worse than anything you could possibly get, remember, not medical advice, just by having a low O2 rate. So I'm like, yeah, no, that ain't going to happen. Right.
1: We well, have to be so- smart enough to be aware of what it is and know how to manage it.
0: Yeah, the only thing that going to the hospital does is it subtracts $10,000 a night from you and it makes it really, really difficult to sleep because the beds are uncomfortable and you've got a, a stem in your arm to where they're going to suck and or either suck out blood tests or put something into you. And they usually do this just as you're starting to fall asleep, just to make sure you never actually sleep. <laughs> yes, you, Hospitals not- are the worst, period, end of story.
1: Yeah, you can't get good. Yeah, you cannot sleep in a hospital.
0: It's impossible. It is literally torture. It, you you want to see what torture uh, actually feels like? Go to a hospital. There you go. Now you know what torture is.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, even I mean, the last time I was in was after getting the, uh, the, uh, the snipping of the uh, gallbladder out. Oh, yeah. And then I went into the AFib. So I spent a night when they were getting that back mm-hmm. in and just being on the automatic blood pressure cuff, which was like once yeah. an hour or something. It's like yeah, just can't enough sleep. to wake
0: you up all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: ridiculous. Yeah. And I just saw and, the cardiologist the other day and I asked him, because I was curious, I'm like, are you seeing a lot of, you know, or what is the situation with myocarditis in COVID 19? I didn't ask him about the Did you
0: look around nervously when you asked him that.
1: <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Okay. He's a good guy and he's honest. And he's like, you know, it's been talked about with The vaccine. He's like, and it has been attached to a certain amount of cases of the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And he said it's also attached to COVID at a higher rate. He's like, but with that said, both of those, the rate is so low that it's another one of these really outlier things. It's not common. We're hearing about it because you hear everything now. But it's not Yeah, you, uh, you
0: certainly do. And I will say that when you're when you're running low on oxygen and you're trying to breathe hard. And you start feeling your heart going, pum, 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 pum. you do you, you do, kind of get that thought in your head. I was like, oh, shit. The last thing I want to do is fuck up my heart. Right. Because that would not be good. And so with having the occasional oxygen level dropping, I did what every normal person would do. I went shopping.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's what every normal person well, does.
0: Every intelligent person would do anyway. So I bought an automatic uh, cuff. To measure my own blood pressure without being in the hospital on a regular basis i can sleep much better in my own bed even with the gadgets uh, i bought an oxygen concentrator system that could raise the oxygen in my coming into my nose to 99 percent nice um yeah and uh uh and then i i bought a uh, uh it's certainly i would not call it a um a really well it is technically a positive air pump so it's. It is pushing air uh, through my nose, into my lungs, whether I want to breathe or not. So I picked up a few things just for medical reasons, you know, uh, and and to avoid having to go to the hospital. Because all of this, by the way, buying all this shit coming out of Amazon from China is cheaper than one night's stay in a
1: hospital. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt about it. And if you don't have to be in the hospital, you do not want to be in the Why
0: hospital. Why bother, right? I already had an EKG machine from previous things. <laughs> So it's You're really,
1: a, I mean, if I, I get can, COVID, I'm coming to your house, Gene.
0: I can mostly self-monitor and and the alarms will ding off on their own and let me know what's what. Uh, I find that to be much, much easier on my uh, brain, on yes. my pleasure centers than having to be at a hospital counting how much money they're stealing for me. Uh, combined with the absolutely horrible experience of trying to
1: fall asleep. Well, because you know what they can do for the treatment on this, and it's not much. Yeah,
0: it's nothing. It is literally the same shit that I can do in my own
1: house. Right now that you couldn't get the monoclonal antibodies.
0: Right, but that's not a hospital treatment either. They can't get them either. Nice. Yeah. That's that's the crazy part. And so the rant about monoclonal antibodies is that there are two states in the union that use the most of these things because they've encouraged their citizens to actually take advantage of them. Can you guess those two states?
1: Florida has to be one. Yep. And uh, the the next one I'm guessing would be Texas. Yep. The two states that (laughs) that
0: I was in that use these the most because they know the benefits. Now, if you're sitting there trying to inflate COVID numbers as the federal government, the last thing you need is to be spending any money and allowing government programs to be funding the states that are making you look bad. And so, I will go out on a limb and say that absolutely, one hundred percent, the reason that I was not able to get molecular Island bodies had to do with the fact that I was in Texas and or Florida, because the people who I still know on the liberal coast. Had no problems whatsoever getting those. They've got like an extra month supply that nobody's cutting off California right now. So if you're in California, you just run right down, uh, show your triple vaccine card. You'll feel good. Get get all the monoclonal antibodies you want. (laughs) Not if you're in Texas, not if you're in Florida, not if you're in states where people actually don't like to use uh, the, the government jab, but would prefer to actually treat a disease. It's a novel concept. It's something we used to do back in the old days, is actually try and treat disease right, rather than to magically prevent diseases by throwing darts at a board and usually missing.
1: Sounds like the federal government may be trying to kill
0: Eugene. <clears throat> oh, I know they're trying to kill me. They already have <laughs> unsuccessfully done that in the past.
1: I mean, the amount of money. this is just money, one
0: more example.
1: The amount of money they've spent on these COVID tests, which... They're giving away a bunch of them. I mean, I ordered mine. I haven't gotten them yet, but we know they're useless. Oh, they're totally useless. You saw that. And I'm like, well, you you, you said I took all the tests. I'm like, that don't mean nothing. Swab your throat because that's the only thing that's working right now. And uh,
0: well, I'm not even sure that would have worked because I had no sore throat whatsoever because of all the preventative shit I was doing.
1: True. And that is an interesting thing because there is a study that just came out of Israel On the vitamin D stuff. Yep. And they say that they are pretty much able to determine what somebody's um, vacation through COVID will be like, Mm -hmm. depending on their age and their vitamin D levels. And those two things Mm -hmm. alone, they're able to figure out what the person's outcome will be, which is really interesting. I mean, it's nice that they finally figured that out. And well, uh,
0: yeah, but aren't they on their fourth or fifth uh, COVID injection in Israel?
1: They may be, but I don't know if that had much to do with the vitamin D. I would have to see yeah. who they were using as the guinea pigs in these things. But it is an interesting <laughs> thing that you say. The that
0: Palestinians.
1: <laughs> doing all of this stuff as a precursor, as your prophylactics, you know, to right. to keep this away. It sounds like that is absolutely the right thing to do but since you contracted it you needed the medication which then they told you you couldn't have i think if you would have got the antibodies within a couple of days you'd have been good to go and wouldn't i would have been
0: probably good to go within one day because uh, like i said my my instance on the one hand i didn't have the the barely there pathetic version of covid known as omicron
1: You're like, those people can't even say they had COVID.
0: I know, right? I had D, Delta, but even with Delta, I think that uh, the the biggest issue was a failure to identify properly when I first got it that probably delayed the uh, final uh, resolution of it a little longer. But because I would have started treating it sooner in more proactive ways like jumping on pure oxygen, for example, Um, rather than just assuming, oh, well, I don't have it. I just have a cold. So that probably cost me a little bit of time.
1: Um, And it shows just how useless all of these measures have been, which is something that just came out of Johns Hopkins, which is interesting. mm -hmm. But they basically said all of these mitigating factors with the lockdowns basically did nothing. And yep. the reason for that is all of this oh if you're sick stay home it's like there's people that are carrying this around for days without knowing it well and they're getting tested
0: yeah and and the other part that's come out a lot more strongly recently is that it's always been the vaccinated people that have managed to spread covid because people that are not vaccinated they tend to a act uh, less callous they don't run out there and and engage in activities that would spread it they tend to stay at home more you know stuff like that
1: although some do because there's some people who haven't been vaccinated who are like ah this isn't even real viruses aren't real it's like okay
0: well the viruses may not be real but you know at least the planet is flat i guess you know that much
1: <laughs> right and that, but- that again was uh something that I know a lot of people won't want to hear, but the mm-hmm. the guy that I go to, the cardiologist works out of our hospital here in okay. the suburbs. And he said a few weeks ago they had about one hundred and fifty people in with COVID. And I think the hospital's like a three hundred bed hospital. So, I mean, it's not mm. super big, but it's not really super small. Mm-hmm. He said that was down to in the 40s. But throughout all of this, a vast majority of the people in were unvaccinated which I know people don't want to hear that if yeah. they're anti and again, I'm fully anti mandate, but the data is the data. So you take it for what it's worth. Yeah, I,
0: I think that's exactly right. I think most people that are vaccinated, maybe not most, but a good chunk of people that are vaccinated would also agree and say that it's not about whether or not you should get vaccinated because you, they did and they probably think you should as well. but. It's really about whether the government has a right to force anybody to do it.
1: Correct. Which is why clumping all those people up. And I talked about that with my buddy Larry on uh, Planet Rage this week. Clumping those people together is just another way. Oh, you mean
0: the subsonic show
1: to divide everything. Uh, Planet Rage, baby. Yeah,
0: Planet. it's it's below the minimum audible frequencies. So I know Larry's got
1: the he's got the low voice. Yeah. Listen, yeah. We we need a filter that can bring bring the If level. I
0: put a uh if I put a high pass filter on you guys there's zero signal.
1: It's nice it's a nice clear signal that way. <laughs> what if you listen at two times the speed then we sound like people with normal so voices? So I would
0: have to, I I wonder I would have to listen at twice the speed but without the uh the filter to adjust the Frequencies back to their normal positions.
1: Right. You want it. To I'd go have
0: chipmunk. to listen in the chipmunk mode, and then I'd probably <laughs> hear both of you guys. Yeah,
1: that would be good. That would be good.
0: You maybe you should start saying that in the beginning of your episodes.
1: Right. If you if you can't hear the voices <laughs> because the frequencies are too low,
0: or, or do you need somebody like me to say that PSA for you maybe, at the beginning so of each episode? <laughs> now, if you've downloaded this episode, but you can't hear any actual sound other than a, a buzzing of the
1: electrical grid yes it's possible Here's what you can do <laughs> that the manly men you're listening to their voices are too low yes you, you need a you need a special filter for that one mm-hmm. but this is just another way people are being divided and that's not the way it should be in america you should have the freedom to decide to do what you want to do i didn't mock you i wasn't like ha, ah, gene you got sick you moron it's like dude get Get see no doctor? you just kept
0: me awake the whole damn time
1: <laughs> i texted you like once a day of course it was like when i would get up at like seven in the morning so i'd be uh-huh. like gene are you still alive
0: yeah and, and then- that, that's the other thing i appreciate that it wasn't like hey how are you feeling is, <laughs> what, what's the difference like are you still alive <laughs>
1: well this is the important <laughs> that was question.
0: the daily message the daily message i had to look forward to Are you still alive?
1: Well, see, because otherwise I would want details and, you know, how are Mm -hmm. you doing? You would have to give more than one word kind of, but, you
0: know, I guess. Yeah. Well, usually I would just say, yes,
1: yes, enough, still alive, Yes.
0: still alive, still going to go back to sleep for the next, oh, I don't know, four hours. Thank you.
1: Well, you know, you had Mm -hmm. to get up every now and then. Come on.
0: I did. I actually didn't miss a day of work the whole time I had COVID. See, that's impressive.
1: Was the quality just, of your work there?
0: Nah, let's not go there.
1: <laughs> what do you think? I just
0: said I didn't miss a single day. That's the important part.
1: That's still impressive. Yeah. A lot so of stuff I, has gone on, though.
0: And, and neither should anyone else when they get COVID.
1: Well, again, you have to be smart enough to understand what it is, to understand when your body is in trouble. And if it is, then get medical attention. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of people on, the, are on like, Amazon. You know, well, if you can get the devices, monitor the stuff, and then you don't take it lightly if it's like, huh, my heart rate's hundred and fifty right. and my oxygen stats you know, are sixty. The, the,
0: the funny thing right now is that uh um if you ever watched a movie where there was an old rich sick guy who was confined to his bed. That's you. Just waiting to die. Like uh, for example, in um what movie had that recently? Uh, a rich um,
1: old white guy waiting <clears throat> to die.
0: Yeah, I mean they don't have to be white, but they're usually old and rich, which kind of means they're usually white. Um like that Hannibal Lecter movie had that. Uh there's been a bunch of movies with that. But the reason I bring it up is because it is funny, because I'm it feels like I'm slowly working on my at-home hospital setup here <laughs> where I'll be able to shoot that scene verbatim from any of these types of movies and just have a variety of things making noise and moving around and going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but now, is this in your regular bedroom or do you actually yeah, have you of course. the hospital room? See that would I've, be I've not, I
0: know, right? No, I should build a hospital room. Uh, no, it's in my regular bedroom, but it's, uh, it's progressively taking up a bigger, bigger portion of the bedroom.
1: But it's important so. to know. The state of your health. And a lot of people don't. They don't know how to check simple things. Yeah, it's like
0: temperature, for example.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, don't trust half the crap you can buy on no. Amazon for that. Those little the ear things and all that. No, you still got to stick a stick and thing in your mouth.
0: Yeah, the best way to measure temperature is actually inner earily.
1: Inner earily?
0: Inner early. With that's a technical term. I didn't know that. I've never an found infrared, any of those that work that infrared like, thermometer
1: they point in but then they have to do a little mathematics to try to because it's not really the uh, the full amount but they can tell if it's this in the ear no it's it's
0: it's a higher amount i mean that's the thing is the warmest thing in your body is your brain
1: and speak for yourself mine barely works it's just sitting there humming along
0: (laughs) well it's sad for your other organs i guess but (laughs) if you look at the the biggest heat generator it's your brain it is not underneath your armpit no no and the only reason you stick something in your mouth is because back in the old days they used to stick something in your butt and, they and the mouth
1: was way better than that, <laughs> that
0: they got enough <laughs> complaints about it that it's okay i guess technically it could be the mouth too not just the butt so we'll go for that but really doing non-contact so infrared based measurements uh you could either measure up your nose Or you can measure the back of your throat, although that does get cooled off more frequently, or you can measure inside of your ear, which almost never gets cooled off. So that actually gives you a very accurate measurement. The tricky bit to measuring the temperature through your ear is, and you should wiggle this thing around until you get a consistent result, because if you, if you aim off center, all you're really measuring is what the temperature is, like, a quarter inch into your ear. Right. And what you want to measure is what is the temperature uh, literally uh, at the eardrum? Because that's the closest you're going to get to the brain.
1: Okay, I guess I have to try another one of these devices. I'm sure there is one that's gene-approved. We need a whole list of genes, medically-approved devices.
0: Well, there, there are a number of them. And, like, I always used to just use an infrared uh, thermometer for cooking to do uh, temperature measurements on myself. Um, But uh, I found that the ear measurements was actually more accurate. Interesting. Mm -hmm.
1: But again, be aware of what's going on. That would be the biggest thing.
0: Absolutely. Be aware of what's going on. Know what some of the -the over-the-counter drugs can do and how they interact with each other.
1: Yeah. That's also important.
0: When you're self-treating, it's important to not make yourself feel worse than if you weren't self-treating self-medicating
1: and it's good to have somebody checking on you like every 15 minutes to make sure you're not dead
0: i don't agree with that <laughs> particularly because i have a variety of electronic gadgets that will start making noise if they discover that i'm dead um,
1: <laughs> but who are they going to uh, alert
0: well i mean initially they're going to try and alert me to wake up and and to not be as not alive not dead. as i <laughs> not am
1: be, it's not dead right
0: yeah but eventually, they'll start contacting a variety of other folks who will then have an arduous task of making sure that, that anything associated with me gets scrubbed from the Internet.
1: Okay. So, so you actually have some of these devices that are, uh, that are connected to the outside world, and will start uh, letting people know? Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, I think it's important to have devices like that, because how would somebody know otherwise uh, to start scrubbing your identity?
1: Right. Well, I mean, you won't even have existed. So people listening to the show will be like, wait, what? Who is this? Who is he talking to? This is a very yeah. weird podcast. Just one guy talking in a lot of silence.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that weird. That's probably like 95% of all podcasts <laughs> out there.
1: You're right. You're absolutely right about that. They yeah. think it sounds different. Or they're just talking to the voices in their head. They just don't realize you can't hear it. Speaking There's of little- Neil Young. <laughs>
0: Yes, I think he's the only one that's been hearing his own voice for quite a few years.
1: I think so. Which is why he wants to try to be relevant again.
0: Is that what he's trying to do? I thought he was trying to be like show people he's still technically alive.
1: (laughs) See, that may be his system for letting people know he's still alive. I just don't understand anybody that was around in the 60s, you know, anti the man all about freedom i mean his big anthem rocking in the free world how do you turn into the guy that's like you need to shut them down or you can't play my music how does that happen (laughs) right exactly I i don't get it i
0: think he died a long time ago it could
1: be it could be
0: and all we're seeing are the ripples
1: and it's interesting to see the people that have jumped on. I mean, Nils Lofgren probably just was like, oh, shit, Springsteen and Neil Young, I I, I need a job. Yeah. So I get his reaction to that. But Joni yeah. Mitchell, it's like, again, who knew she was still alive?
0: It's basically the irrelevance. The irrelevance have all decided to get on the bandwagon and uh, and say, well, gosh, darn it. That's how they speak. Golly, uh, Gosh, darn it. I don't want some young whippersnapper Nazi using my music to promote their young whippersnapper Nazism. Of course, by young, you know, like 55 years old, but okay.
1: But it's the concept of talking to people who say crazy things needs to be silenced. It's like, but if they're saying really crazy stuff, why do you need that? Because, oh, well, people might believe them. It's like, well, then. Make the people believe you if you're right. What's your case? Where's the debate?
0: Yeah, there's nothing there. That's that's that there is nothing literally there is what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, except freedom or the lack thereof, which is I think it's funny. I don't buy into any of the cancel culture stuff. Now, I will chuckle when it boomerangs and bites one of the cancel culturers in the ass. Mm
0: -hmm. But I
1: think at some point it needs to stop. Not that everybody's going to be canceled, which is probably coming, but Neil Young talked in an interview in the 80s with Melody Maker, I think it was, and said some very anti-gay stuff, and it's like, oh, well, wait a minute. There's no limitations on how far back we can and can't go to cancel people. absolutely. Absolutely. This is perfectly available, and then Joni Mitchell was in blackface on an album cover in the 70s.
0: Oh, no, not her and Justin Trudeau together. Can you
1: believe that would be an interesting album? He might be a better singer. I don't know.
0: <laughs> he might be.
1: But this well, concept, he, he learned no. from a great. It's just the concept. It really just bugs me that these people.
0: Old people just need to stay in their fucking lanes and shut the fuck up and die.
1: But it's not just the old people wanting it. There's plenty of 20 year old millennial nut jobs who are like, "Ah, Joe Rogan's killing people. Yeah, I'm including them. <laughs> just stay in call everybody. Just go and uh,
0: just stay in your fucking lane, shut the fuck up and die.
1: Have the debate. I mean, that's it. If you can't have the debate, you've lost. If somebody comes out and says something crazy medically, say, "Well, no, that's not true and here's why." If you can't convince somebody that you're right, then you lose. That's just the way it's always been. It's the way it always will be. People are Going to be gullible, which is why there are so many scams that go around and people continue to fall for stuff. Why do people keep?
0: People will fall for Nigerian scams over and over. Yes,
1: I was just gonna say, why does spam still exist? Why do all those phishing emails still exist? Because somebody. It's a good
0: thing John dorak doesn't get any spam.
1: Well, he doesn't get it. I don't think he just answers email, so it's a lot easier.
0: Yeah, well, he does have to print all the spam out first, which I think works (laughs) against the spammers.
1: Yes, it has to be converted to paper format, which means right. you, you can't accidentally click on anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't go down into any of those rabbit holes on the interwebs.
0: web. dot google dot nigeria dot Wells Fargo dot secret dot com. Okay, okay. That right. makes sense.
1: What was your bank account and social security number again, sir?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's precisely it.
1: And your PIN number, thanks. That's uh, that's all we'll need. And we uh, will get you right the back. The
0: PIN number makes sure the right account gets credited for the credits.
1: Yes, we want to make sure that all of the money you're owed gets into your account.
0: Yeah, because that would not be good if we couldn't put all the money you're owed into your account.
1: Speaking of losing money, Facebook you, down 26% the stock in one day. Well, let's thank God for little favors, huh? two hundred and thirty billion dollars yeah disappeared
0: good we need more of that happening Well, yeah, uh, for the speaking companies that are of, evil. Uh, speaking of all companies speaking well, don't of you work for a company? losses except for the one I work for okay uh speaking of losses uh 25 percent loss from PayPal in one day
1: for the uh, stock went down too yeah stock went down twenty five percent one day damn so that and facebook about the same that's a big drop for paypal was there i mean
0: billions yeah
1: for facebook i kind of get it because they were showing huge losses they were showing uh like five hundred thousand less logins a day which Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know how many idiots are logging into facebook on a daily basis my favorite thing on the whole bit was zuckerberg's comment that uh, was a Quote, people have a lot of choices for how they want to spend their time. And apps like TikTok are growing very quickly. So it's all TikTok.
0: It's all TikTok. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's as far as they're concerned.
1: But PayPal, Meanwhile, that's weird. Is why?
0: They why? missed the uh, stock uh, earnings call. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know, a lot of people are mad that the government's actually going to track your money on PayPal and Venmo and all
0: well, that. that. That would make people stop using PayPal, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, but I don't know what the option is because they all do that unless you're going to the straight crypto route. And most people don't understand that. And that will eventually be regulated like that. It Jim. will be.
0: It's it's getting there closer and closer to regulation for sure. But I do have something that I, I listened to slash read while I was uh, enjoying COVID. Um, and I would highly recommend this. I've mentioned that uh, no agenda social already but it's a book called demon or Daemon, up to you, how you pronounce that. Uh, and it's a wonderful book written about 15 years ago. Um, that is fiction, but it sort of talked about and predicted this corporate, um, uh, oligopoly situation that we're currently going through to where the distinction between the government and the large corporations is becoming smaller and smaller. And in a lot of ways, the corporations are controlling government. And at the same time, they are acting as government because they're selling their services directly to the government.
1: Well, yeah, because they have so much control. Yeah. I mean, how many people do you think realize that a vast majority of the news is owned by like six corporations? I think it's less than that. But I would Yeah, mainly uh Disney and uh Comcast and uh mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 kind of scary when it comes down to it.
0: Chinese Communist
1: Party? Well, I mean, obviously. there's TikTok too. They control your TikTok.
0: Well, they also control your your uh Facebook now.
1: Well, yeah, what uh, you can see and what so, you can't see.
0: Daniel Suarez is the writer, and the it's there's two books. The first one's called Demon or Demon, and then the second one is called Freedom. And uh, the second book takes place closer to the modern age, but they are absolutely fascinating predictions of a lot of things we're living, uh, we're living through a lot of no agenda topics in general everything from you know like Monsanto like companies uh owning farmland because they've sued the farmers out of existence um and by effectively owning the crops and um uh the the sort of response from a technological standpoint that happens when uh when the government starts to push people beyond certain parameters let's say
1: which we're seeing now
0: we're very much seeing so the book is fiction there are elements that are, that that they actually kind of deal with the metaverse and in in, in uh, some of the stuff that facebook would like to have everybody get involved in but they're doing it from a very more of a traditional hacker type standpoint um, so I recommend to anybody that hasn't read the book or listened to the audiobook to do that because you will thoroughly enjoy it and or get even more pissed about what's happening in the real world, because this is something that was li- written as fiction uh, 15 years ago or so.
1: Sounds like an oracle telling us what to expect.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, it's it's quite philosophical. It's quite philosophical, even though it's not presented as a philosophical book, it's really just sort of taking what are very, uh, predictable, normal circumstances, and then just moving the needle a little bit, a little further down the road, a little, little further along the timeline to see what ends up happening. So highly recommend it. Have you, you haven't read it, I assume?
1: No. Is it, I'm okay. guessing though it's a lot about technology control and uh, <clears throat> surveillance and uh it a little bit
0: it's not it's not nearly as much as you would think um it does start off with the main character, the initial main character I should say is a video game developer, but it very quickly moves on from his storyline to other storylines uh it's just it's just amazing at how how predictive that book was when it was written in 2005.
1: Well, some people are good at that. Seeing what's coming, Mm -hmm. being able to guess based upon what has happened. And as we've learned through COVID, a lot of people aren't good at that. I mean, a lot of people just have no clue how to take data that is out there. You know, for instance, with this Omicron thing, Mm -hmm. we saw what happened. In South Africa, which is the first place it was really noticed, whether it originated there, still not sure. But we saw that it kind of burns through, affects people in a less severe way, and then goes away. That's exactly what's happening here. Yep. Yep. But there were people that are like, well, uh, we don't know what it's going to do here. We might all die. We
0: might have to deal with fluorine.
1: Yes, right. Oh, my God. It's very, very, if you catch these things at both at the same time, things are going to scary. Go, it's so scary. Well, this is why everything's pushed to stay in your homes. Be docile. Yeah. Don't listen to people on the Internet. They're crazy. Well, that part of it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> we can't argue that. Yeah, no. But this well, is why
0: I know we've kind of hogged most of the show around the topic of Corona. Because I experienced it recently.
1: We have first person, baby. It's good to find out what it's like.
0: Yeah. It's really not a big deal is what it comes down to. I will say that if I get it again. You'll be pissed? I No, I won't be pissed, but I'll just know exactly what to do, and I'll probably be able to shave off four or five days off of it.
1: Well, that would be good. Yeah. I mean, you can keep Amazon in business with all the stuff you're ordering. (laughs) That's true. They were the one company doing really well. 9% increase in the fourth quarter. And they're jacking up Amazon Prime now, 17% to $139 a year. And get, Holy shit. Yeah. We've been on Amazon Prime, I think, since it was 69 bucks a year. I've,
0: I've been on Amazon Prime since it was free. Ooh, well, you're old.
1: <laughs> yes, I am. But,
0: and if an old guy like me can survive Corona,
1: yeah. anybody can
0: fucking survive Corona.
1: Nobody really knows your real age, though. I mean, there have been guesses and people are like, well, how old is G? And I'm like, I don't know. I think he's like 86.
0: Oh, 85 i i appreciate you thinking me being that young but <laughs>
1: yes yeah he's he's yeah let's just Monty put Burns. it that
0: uh when it comes down to having comorbidity factors i've got all of them and then a couple extras <laughs> You've
1: been yeah you've been collecting them like pokemon cards
0: uh-huh pretty much collect pretty much. all the
1: comorbidities
0: <laughs> <laughs> when they start talking about somebody who's out of shape and and older than the 86 and uh yada 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 I'm looking at, uh, at my watch going, uh-huh, uh-huh. What else you got for me, baby? What else you on. got? That's right. Who loves you, baby?
1: That's K. K-Telly Savalas reference. Wow.
0: Uh, he was a fun character. Yeah, he's a good youngster.
1: Kojak, man. I've got that series to watch. It's on the wah, list. Yeah. Wah, wah, you know what? Yep. Some good 70s pedal music.
0: music. Back when music had Wawa in it.
1: <laughs> hey, but the Wawa pedal was an innovation that uh, brought music into a whole nother level. But I'll pay the Amazon Prime thing because we buy so much, mainly for my parents. Yeah. The stuff they need from vitamins, of course. You now, but all the stuff you're taking, well, they're taking the my dad. Yeah, I would likes, highly recommend it. The, well, it helps obviously because you're still yeah. here. You you're not six feet. On I your, am still. I am still here. That's correct. And you know, stuff like this hint water. My dad hates drinking water for some reason. But same he with likes my dad. It's weird. Why is that? It's the
0: weirdest thing. I've never understood this concept of like, you don't want to over drink water. I mean, what? Yes, you do.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. It will. You will have bad things happen to you if you don't stay hydrated enough. Yeah, like gout. Yes, and you know UTIs and just overall issues. If you're a female, but definitely a gout. If you're a male, no. My dad's had multiple UTIs, which is oh, that's not good. No, that's what almost killed him. Yeah. You know, I and it's, it's, man. it's been better, but he still doesn't like to drink water. He likes this hint stuff, which is the most apropos name for any drink on the market, because the mm-hmm. hint water basically has the very slightest hint of a flavor to it. And okay. they, they charge okay. like 39 a buck thirty nine a bottle. Uh Amazon has them usually pretty cheap and you can do the subscribe thing. So, yeah. They're getting like a couple cases every two weeks, and it's like this is much easier That's than them going to the grocery bad. store.
0: I, I drank essentia water for a long time, for probably three, four years. And uh it is one of the tastiest waters with a high pH, if you ever want to try that. It's essentia.
1: Es- yeah,
0: E S S E N C I A or something. I don't know. But it helps. It, it is quite tasty. Um it is not the best water for you, but it's pretty good.
1: Well, it's hard to find. the. I mean, the best is just strictly uh, yeah. water that was filtered and nothing else added.
0: Well, no, the best is distilled water. Uh, if you want to drink real water, which is what I drink these days, you really want to just drink distilled water. So everything's removed from it. There's nothing except water in my water.
1: Woo! I use that to clean my records, but damn it, I'm not going to use it to drink.
0: It's probably out of your price range to drink. But it's probably pretty good for cleaning records.
1: Although the reality is it's only like a buck something a gallon, which when it comes down to it, isn't really when you consider what this Hint water is That's selling for. why
0: I'm being facetious here. Yeah. I don't know if you're picking up on what I'm dropping.
1: It's hard to tell. I mean, I think you sometimes you're still like slightly delusional from the COVID. <laughs> uh, Never had the high fever, over. though, did you? You were just tired. No high fever.
0: No, I really do Well, 102. That's not really that high, though.
1: No, I've had. Years. um,
0: I had 102 for about five days. And then um, somebody told me that, hey, you should try, like, dropping that down or something. <laughs> you and, want uh, to
1: lower the temperature, right?
0: Yeah, because it, it's never really bothered me because I, I, I was really used to just, like, I grew up sitting in saunas at 170 degrees, 170.
1: And you're right. You were told that was healthy and it was healthy sweat and it I out think
0: it still is and then as long as you got some snow to jump into right after that it's perfect
1: <laughs> and we do i've got like a foot outside and right now f- and i've
0: got nearly a
1: quarter inch so I we're think, about the same i think your snow angels are going to be a little less epic
0: i wonder oh, i should totally do a snow angel <laughs> like right on the front yard yeah that would be good in that quarter inch of snow in the quarter inch of snow man it is uh it's technically not even snow, it's actually frozen rain. It's icicles.
1: Well, that's less exciting.
0: A quarter inch of ice. You can't make
1: a snowman I, well, out of there,
0: that. There is no you can't. There's one more day to go though. So today was sub freezing temperature, I think it got down to twenty nine. And then tomorrow it's supposed to get all the way down to like eighteen.
1: Damn, that's about what it is here.
0: Yeah. And uh, 18 with a quarter inch of snow. I mean, that's pretty dangerous territory right there. We're talking about. We're
1: waiting Um, to see if the dude named Ben, if uh, his predictions were right, if you were going to get this whole other power problem this year.
0: Well, well, I I do have a generator sitting here ready to get turned on if it if it does go that way. But I'm not sure if it will. So far, so good.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have to ask you. Yeah. What do you think about this Biden sending troops to the Ukraine? Well,
0: I think that the most interesting. It really doesn't matter. Uh, you know, all Ukraine means is borderland in Russian.
1: So it's theirs anyway.
0: It's kind of well. If if you if you want to watch, there's some YouTube videos that talk about the history of Ukraine, and the history of Ukraine, depending on which side you want to present it on, is either the. Origins and the foundation of all of Russia and all of S- Slavic countries. Um, or alternatively, a chunk of land owned by Poland most of the time. Uh, or a uh, a steep on the south side of Russia by the border that was mostly under the control of the Tartars or the Mongolian hordes. So depending on what time period you look at and who you ask, you'll have a slightly different perspective on Ukraine. Makes sense. But I think what what is completely indisputable is that there are there's absolutely zero difference between people that have lived for the last thousand to even two thousand years in Ukraine and people that have lived the last thousand to two thousand years in Russia. It's the same people, it's the same tribes, it's the same pretty much everything. With minor, little, tiny exceptions, like during World War II, Ukraine was on the side of the Nazis. During uh, a, a chunk of period of the Mongol hordes conquering, Ukraine was actually overrun by the hordes, and and they were, um, you know, slaves to them. But, but that has very little to do with ethnicity or history, and more to do with the, uh, the the physical placement of where the country of Ukraine is, which is it's on the border. It's on the border of what it's on the border of a river that the Vikings came down on to get all these Slavic slaves, which is by the way, where the word Slav comes from. It comes from the word slave. Uh, so people that are super proud of being Slavs basically are proud of the fact that their ancestors were slaves, but they have risen above. They are something. And, uh, and then uh, aside from that river, it's also on the border uh, with the uh, Black Sea. And so the Black Sea, obviously, especially back in the many years ago time, was a uh, fairly permanent interruption of any kind of movement that happened. So if you were, let's say, a Mongol horde coming down to sack Europe, you'd still have to walk around the Black Sea. You couldn't go on top of the Black Sea. And if you walk around the Black Sea and you walk on the shores of the Black Sea, you're walking through Ukraine. So it's um, it, w- what is interesting to me is we're finally, I actually saw an article uh, that was from a, a Ukrainian paper talking about how somebody, I don't think it's the, the president of Ukraine, but somebody in the administration finally starting to realize that, hold on, we don't really want to be the next Syria. Right. Or the next Iran or the next Iraq or the next Afghanistan, the next place where the U.S. and Russia just fuck around back and forth with drones and other things. And we end up with dead people.
1: Right. A lot of destruction
0: because that's kind of where they've been going and they've been buying the whole U.S. propaganda hook, line and sinker. Um, not incidentally, not that the Russian propaganda is a whole lot better. Like they're screwed, right? They're screwed for one very simple reason. Same reason they've been screwed for 2000 years, their location, right? That's the main problem with Ukraine. It's also why they're the breadbasket of uh, the old Soviet union is because they're like the Kansas and Iowa of, uh, the, the old Soviet union. They, they have, uh, they have the land and the water supplies uh, and the environment to be able to grow tons and tons of crops, but there's some other problems with Ukraine. And then I don't want to disparage them too much, but historically there have been issues with corruption and politics. Oh no, I know it's, it's a shocker. It's a shocker for sure that nobody expected, but, for as much as the Soviet Union and Russia has had its own issues with corruption, nothing like what Ukraine
1: has had. Well, look at the corruption. Hunter Biden stuff. That's all Ukraine. Yeah.
0: So what I predicted back, I don't know, a decade ago when the when the original Ukrainian revolution happened, and I'm an expert of this because I've dated several Ukrainian women over the years.
1: Well, so that would do it. Uh, that makes uh, that you would an expert. That
0: make me an automatic expert. But what I said is the most likely scenario is they're going to around with the united states for as long as they can get something out of them and then maybe a decade later maybe 15 years later maybe 20 years later they're gonna have this miraculous like coming to jesus session with russia they're like hey we're all slavic people we all kind of speak a similar language and fuck the rest of these people in europe we should all work together i'm still saying that's going to happen it may not be this year or next year but ultimately there are more years where Ukraine and Russia were just kind of pissed off at each other than the entire history of the United States. Yeah. They go back. They go back over 2000 years, literally over 2000 years of history of, of joint common history on the same border. Uh, much of which was under the rule of the Vikings or the rule of the Mongol hordes or whatever. Um, but that's a lot of history and a lot of common ancestry and a lot of family trees that go on both sides of those two countries. And it's, it's not this quick and easy little portrayal that the United States, certainly the CIA likes to portray of like, Hey, they've been abused and we're just freeing them. Anybody want, believes that you ought to read the uh, economic Hitman. There are two books in that series and they're, they're both nonfiction. Yeah. Uh, it's
1: all propaganda that's it
0: it's propaganda but what you have to remember is that propaganda isn't necessarily generated toward the people that think it's generated for them
1: right well i was really laughing my way through an article on cnn a week or so ago which was talking about how russian television is covering all of this and they're like Oh, they're saying that there's planes flying overhead and this, but it's all the U.S. and Ukraine that are the aggressors, and we can't believe that. And it's like CNN—that's all you do. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It. It's like, do you not know? I mean, you have to know. But although with CNN, it's hard to say right now. They may just go down in a uh, in a huge. Well,
0: yeah, you saw, fireball. Uh, Eisen... Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Not Zuckerberg. Uh, what? 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 Yeah, what the main dude at CNN just got fired.
1: Yeah, well, he left due to the fact that he was having a relationship, an improper relationship.
0: Yeah. If, and if you buy that, there's a bridge I'd like to sell you to.
1: Oh, yeah. There's no way. I already, that's what no. I talked about on Random Thoughts this week, which is way too convenient. This is not the reason he is exiting mm-hmm. the company, especially because the woman is not exiting the company. It's no, like,
0: she's totally not.
1: It's like these were two executives who had a relationship that didn't talk to the human resources department. And right. That's what I said. I'm like, who cares? This had nothing to do with the business of CNN, as far as I can tell. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Losing 80% of your audience might have a slightly more negative impact on the the company. You
1: think you might uh, might have a little bit bigger of a uh, of a way to uh, to deal with things? Just might. Zucker, Jeff Zucker, the guy's name. Yeah, that's right. He's been there forever. Yeah. And he was the number one Trump hater. So uh, Mm -hmm. they've done a lot of crazy stuff over the last five years, which CNN has become a joke, which is why the audience is cratered. But the audience is also cratered for Fox News and MSNBC
0: joke just as much.
1: I also talked about that on Random Thoughts because I looked up. This is my new barometer for being able to tell how trustworthy and worth your time a news organization is online.
0: Whether O'Reilly still works there, is at the barometer?
1: No, no. O'Reilly puts out <laughs> some good stuff that uh, actually has turned out to be true. Look and do a Google search for the word bombshell. And the uh, more that yes. shows up on a website, the more unreliable the website is. And it was something like, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but like CNN, was like eleven thousand. Fox was like twenty four thousand, which I thought was going to mm-hmm. be the high. Mm-hmm. The Huffington Post had like six hundred thousand. Oh my god! The That's word Bob- bombshell," yeah. bombshell, bombshell. Uh huh. It's like you know yeah. that doesn't really mean anything. It's all clickbait. It's all, it's all bull. But and with that, we do have a few people to thank. Let's do that for today's show uh, coming in at the top of this list for this value for value podcast is our buddy, sir. Donald of the fire bottles. You may have heard Very the good. name if you're a no agenda listener. And we do have a note which is printed on the United Federation of Planets head and uh, really. Head. Yes. Very nice. He says, Darren, I'm enjoying random thoughts, planet rage and unrelenting except for jeans part. No, wait, you uh-huh. didn't say that. But it was implied uh-huh. one third to each show, and the check was for one two three dot four five. So that puts forty one dollars wow. and fifteen That's cents. Not bad for this unrelenting show.
0: Yeah. Now, if you just stop listening to the other two shows, we might actually have something.
1: Here. <laughs> no, those shows are great,
0: <clears throat>
1: and I yeah, appreciate overrated. Them. I hear. You know, then coming in at twenty five bucks, our buddy Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, who also donates to random thoughts planet rage and the no agenda rock and roll pre-show
0: yeah what is with these people not being able to just like pick something
1: i'm seeing a thread in this Mm -hmm. and i'm seeing Decision. we'd love sir sean he said he's actually spending more now than he used to pay on his cable bill but he's getting more out of the podcast that he supports well i believe that there's no question about that because cable television sucks cable news sucks yeah you know, you can get pretty much anything you want streaming if you really like sports, which was the last bastion keeping so many people on cable that, oh, I got to watch my live baseball, basketball, football, whatever it yeah, is.
0: They, you don't need cable anymore for that.
1: No, it's all on the Internet. It can be back. streamed live and it's a beautiful thing. Also coming into 25 bucks, Rhett Loretta Vandenberg with a note saying, hi, I'm back to grumpy old Ben's pre-Gene. OK, so maybe this is the anti Gene coming in sounds like it she said she got interrupted episode 93 struck a chord because microsoft's threat intelligence capability was built on the dod's back and they made the dod pay heartily for the service now f you microsoft well i think we can all agree with that
0: yeah I don't know. there's not a whole lot of disagreement on that one bill gates you know microsoft bill gates is the the guy that predicted the whole COVID outbreak three years ago
1: Well, uh, Fauci predicted it, too. That was uh, Fauci's writing Gates coattails. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, he's got to make his money somewhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bill Gates. I mean, if you're looking for money, that guy's got some.
0: Yeah. Although his wife just announced that uh, she is pulling out of the donating majority of my money.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. To the kids. This was, you know, they were not. Yeah, they were not going to uh, give the money to the kids. She's backing off. And that was this. Oh, was it's this what fairly it, recent? Oh, was this what this uh, divorce was all about then?
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, Take care of still the kids? Is, he still is doing that whole thing.
1: Well, yeah, but, you know, getting half of Bill Gates money still puts most of us on pretty
0: <laughs> their, their good current, footing. Uh, their current um, endowment is $56 billion. So she has half of that. So about twenty six. No, 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 no. That's, that's the age. endowment. That's Neither one of them owns that. That's the endowment's money at this point.
1: Okay, so that they've already donated. Yes. Got gotcha. you.
0: Yes. So I'd say the endowment's going to be just fine. Oh, yeah. Even if neither one donates, but the, the plan is now for them to be donating individually. But but uh, Melinda Spaceship uh, France Gates, or whatever her new name is, it's <laughs> <laughs> something like that.
1: Hey, Melinda, if you're listening, <laughs> consider sending in a donation. Yeah, the show. We'll,
0: we'll take one. We'll take one. But she. Um, She's basically said she she'd prefer to make her donations directly
1: That makes versus sense.
0: as part of some organization that Bill runs.
1: That makes sense. I mean, you feel like you're more involved, especially when you're doing it at a level that she is doing it. You got to
0: wonder about these people like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, who um, uh, who who couldn't even give away all their money. Without having to build an organization
1: to do it. Right, because they've got a lot of money. Yeah, I got a lot of money. It's hard to give that much money away. I mean, you yeah. okay, wait, let me rephrase well, that, because you can give it away at you once could. to any idiot you want to give it to.
0: We'll take it, just in case anyone's wondering. Yes,
1: I mean, if Jeff Bezos is like, you know what, these billions are really Bezos. weighing down. You know,
0: <laughs> the guy invented Amazon Prime. You got to give him that. Yeah. So, you know, good guy.
1: And the service does... Do what they say it's going to do, so that's a plus.
0: Yeah, of course they charge the vendors thirty percent on top of all their fees that we pay in order to provide the service, but that's all right.
1: Well, I that's saw something that like they're shutting down move. all of the third party selling on Amazon. There was no, something big not, going no, on with that too.
0: Yeah, that, they're they're definitely not doing
1: that. There was something with third party sellers. We'll look get it for the uh, for the next episode. But Chuta yeah. Cookie comes in with a check. For 10 bucks, he splits it between all my shows as well. There's a thread. People like oh, me. For fuck's sake. They're not too sure about you, though, Gene.
0: Uh, they just can't make up their minds because they because somebody clearly kept saying, oh, he might be dead. You don't right. know. He might be dead.
1: And, and of uh, course,
0: that drives the uh, donations.
1: I mean, to be fair, even Loretta Vandenberg, mm-hmm. she donates to Planet Rage as well. So there's mm-hmm. that. And then mm-hmm. Johnny Bravo comes in with 666, which the note was. It was a $20 donation to split between unrelenting with KGB. So that's his nickname for you. Rage mm-hmm. with Larry and random thoughts. Keep up the excellent work. Johnny Bravo from Canada. I mean, God bless the Canadians.
0: Yeah. Now, is that real money or Canadian money?
1: No, this was American money.
0: Okay. So which is good. Money. Yeah, that's good. Make yeah. sure you bite
1: that stuff because the Canadian money's kind of soft. And uh, there were another uh, six, I think, of the 33 cent checks. So maybe they stopped or maybe. Maybe maybe the post office is just slow from Jeremy Gertis with the streaming thirty-three cents. They're, they're
0: check to him with the streaming
1: checks. And I saw the only uh live one from the last month over on locals was Bully Steed with mm. the six buck. And I saw a check just came in. I haven't gotten the check yet, but they send you a picture of the check. Mm-hmm. So a check just came in from her as well. So we appreciate that. And we'll give you the uh you know, nice. Also on the next show, but that's interesting because
0: so before we sign off for people that missed the pre show portion of the show, we we're having a conversation, a discussion, if you will, about the benefits of locals versus not. Because on the one hand, we really haven't taken much advantage of locals, on the other hand, I don't know that we ever will, right? So, should we just like stop telling people to sign up to locals and give us money that way and just focus on PayPal? which seems to be consistent.
1: Yes, to go the just plain old value for value route without the other third party in the middle. Now, I know there is some stuff we would like to do with doing additional content and all that and it's nice to have an easy way to just flip that on and be like, "Okay, we want to put out a video that's only for our, you know, donors." That would be great for the people that are supporting the show, but As of right now, we're not doing that, which makes it a lot less likely, I think, for people to throw money in. Because I, just the way I am when it comes to locals or Patreon or anything like that, if you're just donating without getting anything back, I'm fine doing the PayPal thing. That seems to make more sense. The only time I get really excited, no, not even excited, but that's where I'll go to Patreon is something where there is Content coming out every month that you only get with a subscription, yeah, that's the only reason I use a service like that, and people do all sorts of different stuff though, so I'm not saying I'm the one with the right viewpoint on it
0: i I tend to agree, and I think that while we had this neat idea of using a a brand new to us at least service with locals than in a service that I actually sent money to people through um I think we took too damn long to try and get into video. And then once we got into video, we realized that you don't really need locals. And right. so
1: it sort of became YouTube. A,
0: it became a little bit of an albatross. And so let's just officially make the announcement and say, uh, we will be discontinuing locals in March as a potential stream of revenue. So if you're still using locals, start thinking about using paypal some people uh, are cheering if, if you're never used locals you probably are cheering going what <laughs> why have they been talking about this locals bullshit that nobody really needs anyway
1: because it seemed like a really good idea until it it, it wasn't i mean it's not a bad company when i it think comes it is a great
0: idea just not necessarily meant for us
1: or at least not at this point if we get to that point where it's like, hey, we're recording a video every day, then maybe you need a service like
0: that. and I don't think we're going to get to that point. I think if we get to that point, they'll be on YouTube or Rumble. Yes. The parent company of locals.
1: We do love the Rumble. But if you want to help support the show, you can do so by going to unrelenting.show slash donate. All of the information is there from using PayPal, QR codes for the Bitcoin or any of the other crypto, snail mail addresses, it's all beautiful. And if you're listening on a podcasting 2.0 app, and I don't think anybody is, because I've been saying this for a long time <laughs> and saying, boost, boost, boost or stream some sats, unrelenting, not doing good on these streaming sats and over on Planet Rage the other day, cold asses like, did you get my boost And I'm like, no, it disappeared somewhere in between. So I see why, go. see why it's uh it's still a work in progress. But if you're using that, God bless you. I think that's where podcasting is going, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah, I
0: think there is certainly like you, if you want to be the part of that whole ecosystem, there's plenty of apps, podcasting apps, to download. There's plenty of ways for you to get involved and to transfer money in. But the number of people that are actually bothering to do it, I think right now is pretty similar to what we're seeing on our locals.
1: Yes. They don't so, want the hassle of going through the, that the one bleeding
0: edge folks that just enjoy being on the bleeding edge. So if you want to just send us, send us, you know, blanket, send us water, send us PayPal,
1: <laughs> some hint uh, water, pineapple, please.
0: Pineapple's pretty good. Yeah, I'll take pineapple.
1: It's delicious.
0: Um, yeah. God damn. That's now you're getting me hungry and I, I can't drive to the store because we have a storm. Otherwise, I would drive out and buy pineapple, but I'm pretty sure all the stores are currently locked down.
1: I know. I tried to order a cord pineapple the other day for mm. when we did our grocery shopping, and they were out of it. I mean, come on.
0: Cord pineapple? Is that like when it's pre-taken out?
1: Yes, because otherwise you'd have to cut it yourself. But it's basically like they uh, they have taken the pineapple and taken the stuff you can eat out of it and put it in a container for you.
0: Mm. I like pineapple. I always try and get pineapple when I'm somewhere warm, like Florida.
1: Well, yeah, but then you can make a cup out of it and put some rum inside of it. And, oh, I mean, you've got living large right there. Oh, coconuts work pretty good for that, too. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. You can turn fruits into glasses. And with that, that's that's a that's a hint to play the <laughs> I outro. Thought, oh, I thought down. you were going to say with that, could, you know, we're done. We'll see you next time. But you just said, and with that. Go
0: was, away, people. Go away. Go we're away. done. Get off my Get lawn. Away. Get off my lawn.